What? What do you say? That's recording. It's so it definitely. Yeah, it, there's a red light. A well. red light. It says sixty-two, which mm. is the new file. I think we're grand. <laughs> so we're all comfortable. No, brilliant. Let's go. <laughs> Let's crack these bad boys first. Who's going to crack my budget for me? Oh my Gemma's goodness. got the, cr- the, the crank. The cra- <laughs> <laughs> I have the power yeah. in this situation. I thought that song was written specifically for Bruce Almighty. Oh, right over the laptop is so bright. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, tech, the tech didn't work last time. Let's not. That's right. All right. Oh, oh my God, that could have been it, w- it went in the speaker of the camera. <laughs> oh. oh, shit, lads. <laughs> Everything's going to sound like... Shotgunning the camera. It's probably like you're probably getting like syphilis from 2005 off of that. What are you saying about my dad? It's his camera. Here, listen. <laughs> shin, shin up. <laughs> shin up, big man. So you're very welcome to take two of episode 37. Good I, evening. It's me, Pete. I'm here with Gemma, and we've picked up an extra straggler along the way. I'm the straggler. I'm the stray. You're you're Straggle Simpson, the, be- the uh, other best. I'm the character. Straggle. Yeah, the Straggle. Fair play to you. Yeah. So myself and Gemma did. As anyone who saw my story uh, a few days ago will realise, um, myself and Gemma, I left it a bit tight to record episode thirty-seven. I left it till the day before. Gemma made trek mm. the whole way here from Nais, uh, and I've mean. I've done I've done the reciprocal trek. So it was about bloody time. <laughs> but Gemma did her best to get here in time. We did recorded the podcast and then uh, I went to bed for a bit an hour or so after you left chilled out for a bit woke up being like right time to flex the knuckles and let's get stuck into this bloody episode then shall we mate and I opened up the laptop and uh, the fucking zoom machine said shan't we mate where's the where's that convo you had man <laughs> maybe not <laughs> yeah no just wasn't there so we've quickly reconvened now uh, to do it again uh, I can't wait to have the exact same conversation again I hope you remember the bits where you were really good crack uh, because <laughs> yeah. we're gonna have to reenact them again okay? and so we'll just run you quickly through what happened today so I got up this morning, uh, went to my dole office to shake them down for some uh, spare change uh, because <laughs> they haven't been giving me money the last <laughs> few weeks. Um, and then went to go meet Lara for a bit of lunch. Yeah, uh, I'm Lara, by the way. This is Lara Mitchum. Of course, yeah, of course. So yeah, Lara, hey, we, Lara. So, uh, oh yeah, first of all, before we get stuck into today, quick introductions all around. Jim Cox, like I said on the last episode, that no one will ever hear, <laughs> unfortunately. It's just me and Pete. Yeah, just had a great time. <laughs> Um, this is your anniversary of us knowing each other this time of yeah, year. Yeah, exactly it's our anniversary. It's our anniversary. We just we just twiddled fingers. <laughs> um, it's our anniversary. Uh, we first met on the Christmas episode that went out. No, we had the Christmas special last year, but then an episode I recorded at the Merchy Christmas Market on the twenty first of December of last year. You appeared. It became the January episode, uh, but that's where we met first. So um, Would I have met you around this time of year as well? First uh, time I met you in Grafton Street, and you're doing that. Simon community thing. Yes, that was Christmas. Oh my God! So it's a it's Five a room full of people who met at Christmas. Yes, yeah. it was it was the one time the stripes ever busked on Grafton Street. Yeah. Lara happened to be there, and then it was was it Workman's like a week later Wheelance. or the next day. We happened to meet you there, and you were like, oh, I got chatting to you at the mm. marching. I was like, oh, unreal. Mm. And then friends. Um, but yes, yeah, so it was a year ago then around the sort of time oh, that we met at the Merchy Christmas thing, which yeah. is insane. So and cool. I people remember Gemma's uh, appearance on the podcast, and I'm going to drop it in now. Oh. And we've got Gemma here as well. Gemma from Nace, good old head of the Trinity Music Society. Hey, that's me, guys. I didn't even know existed. <laughs> I'm going to pull it out of the archives there and chuck that in, and then Adore, who I've mentioned on the podcast multiple times over no the last way. few episodes. Yeah, have you not been listening? <gasps> oh, name oh, and shame. Shit. I'll catch up. I'll catch up. I swear. Oh, come I swear. On now. 
Um, I did my homework. <laughs> so Lara plays in Adore, uh, runs and plays in Adore. And Adore, I mentioned, or the band that I flew over to London to a few weeks ago mm-hmm. to surprise. Now, when I landed in, it was Kieran and Lachlan at the table. I had a little, like, audio thing of them. I got out of my phone, walked in, being like, ooh, whatever I did. <laughs> and um, surprised the lads, did a great reaction. And then I was like, where's everybody else? And they're like, well, in the toilet. And I was like, I fucking missed a surprise now. You're not going to be there for the little vocal moment thingy. But you're here now, and that's the important no, thing. No, I'll reenact what it was like. I got out of the bathroom, went up the stairs, saw, like, a peach-shaped thing, and went, no <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> that was literally it it's exactly it. it was great and what was nice was as you were like in that moment the lads were like can't believe you're here grand and then all kind of settled down for a second and they were like oh Lara's gonna lose her fucking mind yeah I did lose my we, mind you'd lost the mind a tiny yeah. bit. and then we all lost our mind it was a great yeah. trip um, so yeah so we tried to do the episode like I said didn't record we didn't. rotten nonsense so then today I go to meet Lara for lunch and we're myself and Lara are, well Lara you're playing on a massive bill on the 21st of December <laughs> With it's uh, gonna be cracker. It's gonna okay. be the Love Buzz sprints. sprints. Julia Louis Knife Fist. Louise Knife Fist. And Post Punk Podge. Post Punk Podge. Is it a fuller name than that, or is that just the short name? It's a Post Punk Podge. Post Punk Podge and the Techno Hippies. But Correct. I don't know if the Techno Hippies are gonna be there. But they usually are. This is just Podge himself. I'm not too sure. Okay, but fair enough. I can't promise Techno Hippies, but I do promise Podge. Brilliant. And Cardinals. Then Cardinals and then Adore. Adore. Stellar line. So we went, mm. so I was tasked with dressing the stage and I've decided to absolutely ruin it with all the cheap, chintzy, tawdry <laughs> stuff, which is all that I can bring to a function is the shittiness, is the tawdriness. So we did that today. I did some Christmas shopping for my family, which you gratefully helped mm-hmm. me out with. Uh, did all that. Uh, met Gemma in the Oxfam on Dame Street. <laughs> where Gemma came in. Gemma had just sent me a voice message saying like, let me know when you're like about or whatever. And I sent back a thing saying like, literally look up right now. <laughs> and we were in the corner of the shop and we watched you work your whole route to the shop. And like, she's going to look over. It's a small shop. Oh, you're going to look over minutes. at some so, point. So Pete is, has been working in the source in Rathmines and has been in the cold giving <laughs> out mulled Pete. wine, right? And I see that he's been borrowing hats. And I'm looking around and I'm like, oh, this is the right shop. I am going to ha- ha- head in. Actually, there were some Christmas uh, socks in the display and I thought, oh my God, Pete. Yeah. yeah. So then I went in and I was like, okay, well, they're on display. I don't think I can actually get them, but I could go. I went to the hat section and I was like, oh, there might be some like hats in here. <laughs> that was know. really funny part about that was while you were looking through the hats, Pete was going, not that hot. Not that hot. I thought you were buying for yourself. <laughs> like, oh, Gemma, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. no. <laughs> you were like, no. You, you like, you pondered on a blue hat with a skiing man on it. And I was like, Gemma, no. I was like, no. the little ski man. <laughs> I was like, don't know that. And then you yeah, were like, it was actually way too big, though. It was massive. And then you turned around and saw us. Because we were there, like, talking about you the whole time. You're like, she's going to look around any second now. And you yeah. didn't look around at any second at all. I just heard Shirley, giddying. Shirley headphones. And people was like, no, the headphones have been out. I, just, I saw you take them out and I was like, okay, there's no excuse not to. <laughs> you were talking. And we were within six feet of you going, she's going to look at us at some point. Like, we, we were doing like, oh like, my God. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> I was so completely blind. You like were, I was you were just, just a, you're hungry. You were in hat mode. Hat shopping mode is a hat tough mode to be. Mode, Christmas mode, yeah. Mm. So we all met then, um, went for a bit of scran, bit mm. of nosh, um, and uh, then decided to go uh, to Grogu's for a pint, mm. and then have decided to come back, trek all the way back to Fibsborough, where we mm. walked by a shop, which I recently discovered is opened up near here, called Pete's, and they sell wine I think the tagline in the shop is like wine and whatever else you need uh, and I stuck the head in and it sells bottles of wine and tote bags that say Pete on it and I was like oh, genuinely that's, exactly that's, all, that's all I need <laughs> yeah. fuck it it's wine and everything. everything I need um, I love it like it's wine and everything you need so it's like wine is not something you do need 
We just do that no. and then also everything else yeah. you need. They're not implying that you need it. You don't need it. You can stop no, anytime you, can, you want. And I can stop at any time I want. Yeah. And I will. I'm just having a yeah. nice time with my yeah. friends. Okay. So just like <laughs> that's all that caught up. I want to just talk back through uh the last few instances. So like I said, we, we covered all that. I feel like I'm like treading old ground again, but it's fresh yeah. ground for everyone listening because we haven't done this. I met Gemma, obviously of course, uh, last December at the Merchant Market Christmas thing. And then you very quickly, uh, well, I met you again then at the Trinity workshop that I did with, with Lucy. That's right. You were chairing that and you were late for it as well, as I dedicated a chairperson as you were. Um, <laughs> and then me? roped me into being a whale in your band. Now, I am mm-hmm. one of um, Gemma Cox and the whales. You're yeah. in the pod. Gemma Cox. See, I think we are better mm. than Noah and the whale. You know, we're Gemma and the whales. L-I-F-E-G-O-E-S-O-N. Their big hit, Life Goes On. Does it actually not for them? Where are Noah and the whale now? Not a fan. Also, just want to roll back to that thing you said about pod there. Yeah. That was very good. I, I'm starting to doubt myself now and thinking that's not a pod of whales. I think it's a herd. Can I look it up? No, it's I a think pod. It, a pod. it's a pod. It's a, I think it's a pod of killer whales. <gasps> okay. But like, to be fair, when we're playing, we're a fucking set of killer whales when we play, let's be fair. Killer whales. Collective man for whales <laughs> is a pod. Oh, Yay. Wow, okay, cool. Fair play. Thank you. Um, I love like, when you just pull something like that from out of your conscience and just say it, and then you go, wait, is that totally correct at all? Yeah, and no. you're a bit like you trust in our subconscious to I be doubt correct. It. Mm. Completely. Well, well, it was dead right. Thank um, you. But yes, yeah, so I've played in your band a few times, which has been great crack. Uh, we had our uh, the last show we played together was in the Workman's Vintage Rooms, which was mm. great fun. EP launch. Uh, very yeah, fun. with a few of the members of uh, Matteo and Nayara of Big Sleep, who are another great band. People should check That's out. That's right. And because I've mentioned them now, they're going to appear in an episode as well. I've just been like the last six or seven yes. episodes of me mentioning someone and then being the next guest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's been a great. It's been a great year hanging out with you. It's been great fun. One of the oh, great gifts of this you. year has been the new friends we've all made, which is yeah. brilliant. And now my involvement with the door is pretty lovely. It's, it's pretty great. lovely. It's every pretty time, sweet. every time I'm like, I'm going to come to the show, they're like, brilliant, can't wait to see you there. Bring the harmonica. Yeah. And I get up and I do a little track. What is the track actually? The called? track is called Red Velvet. Red Velvet. Okay, the, uh, best, the best kind of game. And the first time we, pl- we first time we played like a proper gig, you on harmonica on Red Velvet mm. and Kieran Hurley from Love Buzz on Tambourine. <gasps> this was upstairs in Williams. Yeah. Yes. And I remember saying, "It's like, oh, it's like a quite Brian Jones time massacre, like that sort of vibe." And then Kieran like put on the sunglasses, big uh, long coat, big black coat. Yeah, Tambourine. But yeah, it's been amazing. I hang out with you. And again, mm-hmm. time I go to a show, it's like I bring the harmonica. Be and it gets people that. randy. It's oh my god, <laughs> like <laughs> getting giddy in the pants. People like it's getting giddy in the pants for harmonica. <laughs> <and getting laughs> giddy. It gets me giddy as well. well like, so I want to talk a tiny bit about. So I also want to say I played a show there a few nights ago in uh, Dalyman Park with the number ones. I was playing mm. gigging again with them, which came off the back of a day of work where I was made stand outside and give out samples of mold. <laughs> I had to give hot cups of mold wine to passers-by while I stood in the minus two degree weather yeah, with hats and gloves. Hats that I, from that borrowed I, hats and gloves. This is why I was in Oxfam. Peeved. <laughs> we have to remind ourselves. This is why I was there. Gemma was doing a nice thing. I was. I borrowed. So my my good colleague Holly uh, offered to give me uh, hey, their Holly. hat and gloves, and gave me a hat. And as I put the hat on, I copped the logo and realised it was Carhartt brand. And I had a moment where I was like, "This is the first time I've ever worn this brand of clothing." Your workman. Your workman. It, but it's I did, again. Carhartt's one of those brands just came out of nowhere, and suddenly everyone had to put up with it and decide What's whether the they were a Carhartt person or not. It was builders. Builder core. Your car hat. has got a car hat. I have one and only one car Right. Well, so th- I played in Dalyman Park coming off the back of working a day where I stood outside in the freezing cold, handing out nice warm things to customers, <laughs> uh, to staff as they uh, customers as they walk by, and I had to stand there like an absolute plum. Handing out mulled wine. There's <laughs> 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 no plums and mulled wine. <laughs> but okay, you know I, what? <laughs> I, 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 I like could, an absolute clove. Like a, <laughs> I was standing like a bloody cinnamon streak <laughs> outside. Bloody cinnamon streak. I was seeding around. Um, but I said, and that came off the back of me having done a video shoot with Kevin Godley uh, from 10CC. Mm. He was doing an animation video for a Graham Goodman single who's also in 10CC who wrote Normal Today. He said, 
get me that young fucking bollocks and let me run the arse off him all day around Dublin getting hard drives, which I thought the cameraman would turn up with, and markers, which I thought the arse would turn up with, <laughs> neither of which did. Um, but so I'd done a day of that, which was off the back of... You've been uh, on the back of a lot of things. I've been on the back of a, on the back of a bloody lorry of nonsense. Backlog, if you ask backlog. me. <laughs> but so I... Oh, that came off the back of me uh, having gone for dinner with my friend Tyg. Uh, Ty Williams who after we finish this we're going to go to his jam session and mother, his Christmas yes. special jam special which is where on a few episodes ago I mentioned uh, Joe Doherty getting absolutely owned over the fact that he doesn't like R.E.M. and we did a sing song and the whole pub went fucking bananas yeah. to R.E.M. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great universal fuck you to Joe Doherty which he, he was well in, well <laughs> he deserves in, well in need of it. put him in his bloody place and his place was red with shame um, but I came off the back of that so I'd been out for Ty for dinner Um went for a few drinks that was all fine uh, I ended up then trying to shield from the snow also just going to say we've got a hot water bottle being passed, being passed around, around. Yeah. being passed around like a, like a duchy oh, pass the booth pass, pass the, the booth. bottle <laughs> where's the hot water <laughs> booth the hot water booth but so myself and Ty had gone for a few drinks we saw the first bit of snow in Dublin the schnock mm-hmm. and again within sec- the first flakes hadn't even hit the ground before we heard someone say it's not, not going to stick though uh, well, it, it actually did stick. It did stick. It did stick. Mm. So then we decided to head home. I was like, we're at 10 o'clock or so. I'm on set for 8 in the morning. I better better be sensible here. Uh, and then I'm walking home. It starts to lash snow even heavier. And I go, right, right, I'll just stick the head into PMAX and sit down and be grand. A few heads land in who I know. And I'm like, oh, brilliant. And they're like, we've got a booth. Come on into the booth. And I'm like, oh, well, I, sh- I shan't be passing that up. It's still, it's, still, it's still snowing. So I go, right, I'm just, w- I'm just waiting out the snow. That's responsible. I don't want to be sick for the <laughs> session tomorrow. <laughs> I can't get a chest infection in this time. So, yeah, so we sit in and we have a few drinks. All kind of fine. And then Oren, uh, one of the barmen behind there, who's a really lovely lad, um, who's a really good rapper as well, stuck his head into the booth to say, lads, it's last orders. I'm like, oh, brilliant. This is like the queue now to exit. We have to leave. So I go to leave. Uh, and then he's like, no lads, don't worry about it. Stay for the lock-in. And I'm like silently delighted and also silently distraught <laughs> oh, the fact that everyone, I everyone's being so nice to you. Yeah, too nice. But you're like, I, this is so sweet and so kind, but this is not what I need oh, right no, now. No, no, it was so enabling. So I was like, shit, so we were at about half one in the morning and I'm like, brilliant, now I'm fucking, I'm tasty now, brilliant. And I get home and I go, right, I can't go to sleep because I'm going to be on set for about eight o'clock in the morning. If I go to bed now, I'm going to sleep through my alarm. The best course of action for me at this point in time is to go out and buy a four pack of Red Bull and stay up the whole night. That will definitely come true. Will that will pay its dividends That's the right when tomorrow to comes? Yeah. So I do that, and I'm walking to the session, going, "This is going to be fine. This is going to absolutely be such a swell, fine day. Working with Kevin Godley, a Grammy-winning, multi-million-dollar-selling album lad, and I'm going to be well fit to absolutely work with this man for a whole day on set. I'm not." Uh, sadly enough I get there and I'm so exhausted I just about managed to pull it together to get the day across but it was rot and then decided to go after that to uh, our friend Neve Barry's exhibition uh, I was launching a load of a range of new photos and things like that in uh, All My Friends which was a really good pub in, Rathmine, in the Liberties mm. so we go there that's all fine and again I'm like I'll do a quick drive by I'm so knackered feet are soaking wet I'm wearing shoes that have holes in them as, a, as is my want which you haven't got rid of no, I know, I know. it's so upsetting I was thinking about like how the majority of my friends have shoes that I can tickle their feet through. Mm-hmm. That's not right. <laughs> That's no. not right. That's not right. I'm looking at them right now. No, these they are, should be in the, the bin. The there's other ones that are no. other ones that are even worse. Those ones have like proper fucking holes in them. No, these ones. Where are the little gutty ones? Little gutty <laughs> ones. Gutty ones. <laughs> <laughs> Is that them there? Ah, oh, here we go. Ah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I know oh, those ones well. Jesus. Look at that. Like, the other one as well. That's even worse. Where is it? There it is. Ready? Look at the heel of that. Oh, no. Can you darn a shoe? Oh. 
You darn hope so. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> Take a box, guys. You've got pod joke, yeah. darn a joke. Don't. What have I? Nothing. You're darn nothing. tootin'. But so I <laughs> go home, so my feet are bloody soaking. I head back from these exhibitions, all kind of grand. I get up the next day, work in the freezing cold. Play a show in Dillyman Park that night. Thank you. I've got the hot water bottle now. I've got the talking you hot water hot bottle. <laughs> <laughs> my turn. Yeah. But um, So I play a show in Dillyman Park. We all stay there for the crack. It's really fun. We sound check at five. We get to do the sound check and then we're not on stage till half eleven. Uh, so we've got six hours to kill, which we kill in the pub. Um, and we do that. That's all fine. We play the show. Um, that the After I stay on to about two or three and I go, right, time for me to go to bed. I've got a podcast with Gemma in the morning. I better uh, be ready for that. Right. So gotta be on your A game. Yes. So I go back to the, my 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 house, which we are in at the moment, and I get to the doorstep, and I realize, oh, my phone's dead. Ah, I just charge it when I get inside. Put my hand in my back pocket to reach for my keys, my clay. That's Irish for keys, isn't it? Clay. 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 Nice. Uh, they're not there. We know. The, <laughs> <laughs> the keys. We just had the first fist bump of the podcast. Yeah. Well. Great. Um, <laughs> right. No. The keys are not present in the cool folk. The keys are not there, and I go brilliant, uh, and I'm rapping on the door. Uh, for ages ass blasting the fucking doorbell <laughs> no response out of anyone in the house I assume everyone's either gone or deep in a slumber induced mm. by whatever they've uh, imbibed and uh, no hope of getting in at all at all at all and I resolved myself to go shit I have to sleep rough outside my own house mm. it's so a very Bridget Jones this, moment uh, yeah. outside your it's house. also harks back to Pete do, do the podcast people know about I've mentioned it do you want to tell the tale okay so Electric Picnic mm-hmm. first night that we're all there and Pete's like, I don't have a tent. And I go, well, perfect. Myself and Lachlan from Adora are sleeping in this tent. We have actually an extra sleeping bag and room. Mm-hmm. So, like, you just come in whenever. Um, so Lachlan and I went to bed quite early because it was like, we're sleepy. Um, and then I wake up in the morning and I'm like, Pete never came home. That's fine. He probably stayed in Becky or Joe's tent or yeah. like something. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Open up the little porchy bit. Who's there but a little crumpled up oh. Pete. <laughs> With a coat over himself, like conked out. And so we got your little camera and like filmed. We sang a little song for you. Yeah, you did indeed. Um, And then you kind of woke up and it was just like sad and sleepy. And we're like, (laughs) Pete, Pete, what the fuck? And you're like, oh, like I saw this little mat out here and I thought that that was my bed. Yeah. um, and we're like, Pete, there's, li- there's literally a sleeping bag in between the two of us <laughs> here for you. Yeah. I, you know, just, I felt weird opening the zip port bit of someone's nah. tent to get in. I don't know. And then the thing was, well, I was so tired. My hands were so cold. I was trying to take my shoes off. I got one you shoe off. You were cold. You were outside, man. Yeah, no, but I was so cold. I got one shoe off and then I went, that's enough. If you're cold, they're cold. <laughs> Please ha- save your dogs this winter. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm like outside the front porch of my, of my house, huddled up under my blanket, um, under my jacket being like people die in this but i'm pretty sure i won't this can't be the end like this it, it can't end this way so then my housemate comes back and he's like oh i've got a key and i was like oh brilliant because that's a sensible housemate thing to do let's be in and it's fine mm-hmm. then we come up to the present day i wake up in the morning you land in we go to get a coffee which is normally a very oh, easy thing yeah. to do in dublin <laughs> we go to four different places one place doesn't take we, cash one place has a broken coffee machine just walking we go to two boys brew we walk in it's full of people they don't even acknowledge us how many boys were there Oh, so many boys. Too many boys. Too many boys. Too many boys, bro. Oh my god, stop. Stop. I'm actually very proud of myself. Yeah, right. <laughs> I okay. had to do something. <laughs> and then we go down to Yellow, uh, just off Blessington Street. And again, it's closed as well. And I was like, right, we're going to have to get a fucking shitty insomnia job. And the cups are still here because I look after myself. Insomnia is crazy expensive. Oh, wow. For what it is. Yeah. The hot chocolate is bussin'. Boosin'. It is bussin'. <laughs> so that was Daily Park. That was the last few days for me. Ha- rot- rotten behaviour. 
Um, prior to that, we had a little adventure in Galway with a door. We had a wee adventure in we Galway. We Galway. So the Cardinals, Lovebuzz and Adore were all playing on a bill together in Arsenal game in, in Galway. Yeah. And we all decided, well, that's worth everyone trekking yeah, down to Galway Yeah, so together. everybody trekked down to Galway. It was just 20 people all bombing around Galway <laughs> together for the day. It was very, very sweet and lovely. And it was Lachlan's birthday the next day. Yes. So like everyone was there, and I did a little drawing from all of us holding our hands it on the hill. Oh, I saw him. Yeah. Do you know what it, it reminded? Well, after I drew it, it reminded me of doing you know, the Simpsons when Lionel Hutz uh, has like a nightmare about uh, all like a load of hippies like holding hands oh, yeah. on the hill. And he just he comes out of the dream and he goes, yeah. oh. he like shudders <laughs> at the thought of it. That's exactly yeah. what it looked like. But it was really lovely. We all went to the gig. The gig was great. Three yeah. bands all played. Amazing show. Really weird stuff. Uh, we had the crack. We had a lock in. Super fun. My mum was there. Fiona was there. Unreal. Fiona was there. It was so Aww. great. Yeah. We had a lock in then. So remember where they was? Hey, we were all in the warehouse having locked all the gear away. <laughs> Barman came in being like, "Right, folks, can everybody like get out?" We're everybody on. was in a band. Get the fuck out. Yeah, was like everyone, like, you're all done here. Get out. And everyone just looked and was like, "Okay." And I heard in the background this little hee. And then your man just turned tail and left, and then came back in being like, "Right, everyone who was playing music tonight, come back in for locking. Everyone has fuck off." So about twenty of us all kind of go into the little place. There's like mm. one fucked looking acoustic on the wall and we take that off and is it like three oh, hours of just roaring songs strings breaking left right fucking centre four strings between two guitars left <sighs> at the end of the night yeah and then they came down to one string and we played like was it Love Me Do because remember Oshin from the Love Buzz was playing oh, harmonica yes. and I was playing Love Me Do on just the one string yeah uh, and then it got to the point where myself and Kieran did Up the Junction mm. a uh, uh, cappella, and him just like strumming the guitar just for like rhythm for himself I, I guess but there's no strings on it at all I, I remember going outside and like chatting to Luke and then being like mm, I hear Teenage Dirtbag Ben Mulligan Ben Mulligan because <laughs> <laughs> Ben hadn't played a song all night and Ben was like can I do a song yeah. really? please Ben no, we, yeah. and he just pulled out fucking Teenage Dirtbag and he, lifted the roof he off he was talking to me about like there's that thing that you get where like Someone goes, can you play a song on guitar? And you go, I've never fucking played guitar yeah. in my entire life. I don't know I any song. totally get that. And so Ben was like, what if they asked me to do a song? And he was like looking through a list. And I was like, what about that one? And he goes, no, not that one. But Teenage Dirtbag just like knocked it out of the park. Oh, it did. It was exactly it. what we needed. Because it was a trad night. But it oh, ended it up trad. all being like American rock and roll <laughs> hits. <laughs> well, I think the most trad thing we did was maybe I used to love her by the Saw Doctors. It was pretty Oh, no, we just no, there was proper trad. Oh, we did. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, there was a chap uh, was it Tiernan on the tin whistle unreal on raising job so, so then we all went back to uh, uh, where Lachlan was staying it was about six or so eight of us went yeah. back to crash at your guys' place and they got up in the morning and Lachlan even though it was his birthday made me vegan pancakes he is, is pancake king oh they were Lachlan's unbelievable the best vegan man. pancakes yeah. sounds class really really mm. tasty and then we all went into town got a bit of coffee mm-hmm. got a bit, a bit of brekkie mm-hmm. went to go for lunch with Love Buzz which turned into pints mm. immediately it was probably one o'clock and mm. I sat down and Ocean ordered a pint I was like brilliant okay here we go grand lovely <laughs> uh, then we spent the day outside Nocton's which was great yeah. really tiny pub in there got an yeah. apple pie for Lachlan's birthday he did he yeah. did he left me a slice when I came out from the toilet and then Lachlan was like here you go oh you can't eat it and then he <laughs> shoved the whole thing in his mouth. <laughs> I was like well at least the thought was there that's a taunt <laughs> <laughs> but we got to, and then I got the bus back up from there and it was just it was a, it was a lovely lovely two days mm. just a whole massive gang of mates all knocking and gallery so together gorgeous. brilliant uh, Prior to that, then myself and yourself went to the launch of season three of Fanning at Wheelands. We did the day go of Fanning to the launch show. of season three so of Fanning at Wheelands. So myself and I met up and we're like, right, we'll go to this. This will be a bit of fun. Mm. And if we decide, you know what we'll do first? We'll get a big oily bag of Jean chips. Yeah, and as we're, so or- as we're ordering the chips, I get sent a video. So it's like a screening of some of the old clips from the last few seasons as well. That was the kind of vibe of the night. And I read the email and thought it had said like half eight start. 
So I get like two texts from Daniel and Scott from Emily Seven with videos of the Zenar Arcade slot being played on the big screen at Whelan's. I'm like, what? And I go, is it on now? And Scott's like, yeah, it started like an hour ago. And I looked at the email and it was like half six to half eight. Yeah. Was it seven at it this was point? seven at this point. So yeah. uh, we got the, we originally initially ordered the chips to be like, yeah, we're going to sit in. And I was like, put them in fucking bags yeah. right now. We are zooming. We're zooming. So we were legging on the way there just healing chips into our hands. <laughs> and the, I will say the oil, the spicy oil they put on those chips the is. Heat and it's going out. But it was extra oily. Yeah, exactly. It was, oh, but oh, it was very persistent oil as well. <laughs> it was so delicious. We're, we're outside wheeling and we just ditched the bags in a bin and we're like I, we do there like the thigh trouser wipe with the oil and the hands oh, are still covered yes. right so myself and Lara are like right the plan is we get in the door straight to the Schomer Folke and just mm. give the hands a wash we can't be like we're going to be shaking hands here we can't mm. be like oily can't handed be, people can't be networking no. can't be so doing. exactly so we walk oh. in and I'm like right step one of the mission wash, wash the hands. hands step two <laughs> go fucking rash it with the lads Yeah. so we get in and we're like right we're trying to find the toilet we would take the left in which is where the press arrival sort of area is mm. Dave Fanning's right there and goes Pete good to see you <laughs> takes the hand out and I just covered in chilli flakes and oil shake this man's hand and I can see him do like a little like uh, and look at look at his hand as he lets go and I'm like I've just co- it's the, his premiere night I've just covered his hand in fucking oil that yeah. is not going anywhere and then immediately he was like okay photo <laughs> and then I, and then he was like photo and I was like okay I don't know you Dave Fanning uh, nice to meet you Dave Fanning chilli hands <laughs> and then I remember going like you're, we, we immediately like met bumped into me seven yeah. And uh, I went up to Scott being like, smell my hands. <laughs> <laughs> but I really done as well on top of that, that when we got the picture, I put my hand on fucking Dave Fanning's back as well. So now he's definitely he's got like a big wet red handprint on his back. Oh, no. <laughs> Other than that, oh, you'll like this as well. I was telling this to you the last time. So I was down in Sligo to go see Ross and yes. Morna, which is really fun for two days. I was playing a show with the number ones there as well. And I decided to stay with Morna and Ross for, for her birthday. And um, we're sitting in O'Brien's bagels, having a bit of a having a bit of a natter. Yeah. So we're sitting there, and Ross works in Fujifilm, where people send in orders and they pick up the order. You have to put yeah. their name on the order to pick it up, whatever. And he's processing this order for this guy, and the name is Graham Nash, oh. right? And Ross is like, "Oh, that's gas!" Because obviously yeah. Graham Nash was in the Hollies and was in Crosby, yeah. Stills and National kind of stuff. He loves the Hollies. M- mad for the bloody Hollies. Hollies. So the guy comes to pick up his order and Ross is like, I have to say it to him. Mm. So your man comes to pick up his order. It obviously isn't Graham Nash. Mm. But he comes to pick up the order and Ross goes, just hands him the order and goes, hey, look, it's really funny. You've the exact same name as a really famous musician. And the man goes, oh, who? And Ross goes, um, <laughs> Graham Nash. And Ross like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, fair. I keep that right, yeah. <laughs> How dopey is that? <laughs> Laura's losing me. <laughs> are, you, are you crying? It's worse we've had tears on the podcast. Tears of laughter. It's just so dumb. <laughs> so that was a gift to get. I'm raging that didn't happen to me. I would have loved to have been there for that exchange. <laughs> <laughs> just, the, just the moment after, like, both looking at each other. Just like. Yeah, he'd be like, Graham Nash. And then Graham Nash goes, uh, yeah. That sort of thing where it's like uh, we were playing a gig at Aris and this amazing guy Jake Tiernan runs for, like gigs yeah. and he's really chill and we couldn't find drums and he's like well you know like they'll show up and if you just call someone about them you know we got 20 minutes for the gig so be fine yep. and he's really chill and then he's like <laughs> when we were meant to be on he's like so guys do you want to like go up and play the gig and Lachlan went stop trying to make me play a gig like <laughs> and he went what 
And Lachlan went, I was joking, he went, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that, I love oh, it. It's rotten, those kind of things. I had a lovely thing happen in the shop as well, where I was serving, I was just at the counter filling some up for a guy, and there was an adult man standing beside me, filling up some of his powders and all that kind of stuff as well. And his wee child was about five, ran over, and was like, Dad, I just ate something lovely. And my dad went, Owen, oh, don't eat anything. Don't eat anything. As in, like, it kind of looked at me, and be like, I'm sorry that my son's like a thief. And then he goes, Owen, oh, don't eat bloody anything. And the son goes, okay, Dad, I won't. And then walked over to our nut butter machine and just shoved his hand up into it. Into the spout where all the nut butter comes out, pulled out a handful of like fucking residue nut butter and started just eating it at that. Look at his dad being like, Look at how great I am, dad, just yeah. eating away. Isn't that brilliant? I'm trying everything. Yeah, oh, but uh, so that's generally the catch up uh, on all, all the news from everybody here. Let's kick into the segments. Okay. How are we feeling about that? Gemma, you lead us in. It's your first time on the podcast. You lead us into the segment. What, what, just this is Sonic Seconds. Just this is Sonic Seconds. All you have to do. It's called uh, introducing something. Do you, know when you, do you know when someone meets a new friend and you go, this is whatever the friend's no, name never. is? I've oh, I forgot you don't, don't do that. I've never done that before in my life. No. <laughs> when you say, this is my friend's name, you just do that. With, pretend Sonic Seconds is your friend and just say, this is Sonic Seconds. Pretend someone's never met them before. Who's who's this? Who's, who's your friend? This is Sonic Seconds. Pro. So this is Sonic Seconds where we pick two or two seconds from a song that just make the track for us. So Gemma, take it away. Um, I had two songs, kind of was going between the two of them. Um, okay, so Gemma's a, Gemma's a podcast hog. That's right. That's right. I like taking my time. <laughs> no, um, I I love this song. I was obsessed with it. I was uh, in January going to London and spent the first day kind of just walking around the city of London by myself and just listening to the song on repeat uh, mm. as one does um, and it's called I Saw You in a Dream or it's actually Saw You in a Dream by Japanese House mm. and um, there is a lovely chorus I'm going to try and find it and it goes a little something like this It's just the... The little step down. No. Oh, oh I'm just... Every time. It's just that little hook. And it's it tickles just, the brain. Oh, it tickles. It's mm. just beautiful. Those brain tickle moments are always lovely in those so kind of tracks. So gorgeous. But it's weird, like, when it happens, the first time you listen to a song and you hear that bit and you go, oh, regardless of where the rest of the song goes, I'm going to love it. Happen me. I said this before on the podcast. Happened to me with that track... You're My Favourite Waste of Time by Marshall Crenshaw where I heard the chorus and was like it does not matter of course it starts with the chorus it doesn't matter how bad these verses are and I don't think the verses are great in that song mm. the chorus is so good this song mm. is unbelievably mm. brilliant as a result which is incredible Definitely. Lara do you want to hear this with your Sonic Seconds? Well this isn't my Sonic Seconds bit but this is on riffing off of what you just said Okay cool Okay so me being 12 mm. famous last words by My Chemical Romance just the verse and the beginning where he goes and I know <laughs> What's the song called? Famous last words. It's just the intro is like really quick. It's no intro, and um, the chorus I do not fuck with whatsoever. <laughs> I do not fuck with the chorus whatsoever. But the intro for famous last words, just just the, for the verse is like so, mm, but tickled my twelve year old brain. Your heart. Heart. But where's your now? There's nothing I can say to change that part. 
this rest of the song is shit. That's incredible. It's like so, and I would just listen to that bit on my iPod, my iPod Classic. So my relationship with Chemical Romance comes stems purely from my good friend Andrew Creamer from primary school, who was <clears throat> mental into them. Absolutely mm. loved them. And uh, he's actually a runner at the moment. He's one of the mm. best European hurdlers in, in Europe, surprisingly. <laughs> um, he was mad for My Chemical Romance. And I will say, not my favourite band of all time, that track Teenagers is like a it's great... It's very Pete. It's a great ballsy, like, glam rocky sort of track. Like, it's, it's so very, good. It's very New York Dolls. Very much yeah. so. I remember when we were in, like, sixth class, we were... It was like a school disco thing on at, like, lunchtime mm. in the class. It was like, you can bring your own songs and play... You bring your sweets and play your songs. Mm. And uh, we played that, and we were kind of like, oh, shit, this song says shit in it, right? Yeah. So when we came to the course, we'd go, teenagers scare the living sushi out of me. That was our little, like, sushi. St- stand-in for it, yeah, which is Love fun, it. which, like, I'm sure <laughs> Miss Lyons definitely didn't pick up on. Miss Henry, sorry, Miss Henry was a class teacher. Now, that's harking to when, okay, my school's Battle of the Bands. Oh. You had a Battle of the Bands, See, yeah. when someone starts a sentence with that, it's never a bad ending to that sentence. No, it's, it's, it's always, always the best great. thing you can hear all day. My band, you've met two members of my school band. Okay, Bono and... Bono Geldof. and Geldof. Unreal. Um, I was there at I was the fucking Battle of the Bands. I was 14 years old. And I wore my fake vegan fuck off snakeskin suit. Best Bob Geldof impersonators, lads. They're here for hire. I, was, I rocked. I did. And you did fucking reptilia. I fucking did the rocked shit out of reptilia. I rocked it and I roved it. I remember I went down on the non uniform day and I said, I don't conform to buying to wear my own fucking clothes. And I got 80 lines from the teacher saying, I will pay for the non uniform day in the future. And I never fucking did. Never fucking did, mate. Don't I ever bow to the man, alright? Did you do reptilia, did you? Well, we did reptilia one she year. You seemed impressed by, by the way, way I came in. in. Tell us the story. story. I know no, you're, you're not boring. boring. I said, please don't hold me back. I'm going too fast. I'm going too fucking fast for you. Right? Give me the fucking money because I'm going too fucking fast, right? You're the wrong side town. Um, it's just like Bob Galdoff is in the room. There's like right two now. of Bob Galdoff. It's actually. It's a bit of a nightmare, <laughs> guys. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, but we we one year did Killing in the Name of, which is very ballsy. So this is you met Jacqueline Barry. I did, and he's lovely. And James is also in the band at this point. We're a band called Clinically Confused, um, which is just like a, a Alzheimer's euphemism. <laughs> Killing in the Name of. Yeah. No, so we were in a school called Sanford Park. Yup, the Sanford Massive. Yup, the Sanfordians. Um, and there's this great guy in our school called Eddie, and he was music coordinator. So our school was quite musical. It was like secondary school. Secondary school, yeah. So it was a high school musical. It was a high school musical, but an Irish high school. So <laughs> people like throwing each other onto prefabs and shit, <laughs> <laughs> putting laxatives in 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 the big tub of water that we all drank out of. So we all had to shit ourselves and um, stuff like that. Um, and Eddie was the music coordinator and he played drums and he was really cool and he did drum lessons as well. And he was like vegan and he was like one of the first vegans I met. And uh, he kind of talked a bit like Bob Geldof. Like, no man, listen, if you, uh, uh, but he was, he was like Bob Geldof, but from Tala. Um, <laughs> and uh, he's like, okay, like killing the name of, completely fine. But like, if you, f- if you swear, we are fucking you off that stage straight away and you're never playing again. And we're like, okay, okay, fine, okay, okay. So, you know, the bit of the song comes up where, you know, an F-bomb is going to be thrown yeah. around. And instead, our lead singer, Connell, goes, Sanford, I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> <Ooh>! <laughs> but to be fair, he did do what Sanford told him yeah, by not did. saying the F-word. He did. I respect that, yeah. though. That was really yeah. well, smart of him. My sonic sound. Oh, of course, we're not even there yet. Yeah. Really. Is, okay, 
You're, you're, now you're going to love this. I often do. This is from The Clash, Give Him Enough Rope. Best Clash album. Best Clash album. I will say this all the time, that I think mm. London Calling should just be a single album and people fight me over that. I think Give Him Enough Rope is better is than so London Calling. so good. Ooh. And this gives me memories from two occasions in my life. Okay. One occasion was when my brother moved to Vancouver mm-hmm. in 2017 and I was like in his room because I, I wasn't allowed in his room. So I was like, he's gone now. <laughs> and so there was his record collection and Give Him Enough Rope was there. Unreal. And I remember listening to Stay Free. Unbelievable Clash song. All from Un- the School of Rock soundtrack. Obviously. Now this is, yeah. So <gasps> I was listening to the whole album and then here comes Stay Free and I'm like, this is a really good song. And then that synth solo comes in. Yes. And I go... Holy shit from School of Rock. Because I remember looking trying to look for that song because there's two two songs that are in School of Rock but aren't on, on the, the official soundtrack. soundtrack. And yeah. that is Roadrunner by the Modern Lovers. Yes. And give them uh, Stay Free. Oh, is it on the soundtrack? No. It's not on the soundtrack, but it's it's in the film, but it's not on the official soundtrack. But it's a big moment in the soundtrack, so I assume it is. to be honest. Okay. It's just not on the like C D. That film also introduced to me my favourite Ramon song of all time, oh, which is Bonzo oh. Goes to Bitburg. Unbelievable! So Such a later song in their career, like it was 1985. Mm-hmm. It came out on that album, Animal Dog or Dog, a weird yeah. animal name on the album title. But um, I think it's Joey Ramones' best vocal yeah. performance. Amazing song. Anyway, I continue. remember trying to look up, like pick up the pieces. <laughs> I thought I thought the song was called My Brain Is Hanging Upside Down, oh, but it's it. such a good fucking song. I even think the chimes, the chimes, Freddie's Freddie on Bonzo Goes to are unbelievable. But when they're doing like the dance and all this kind of crack, and you see like Freddie watching the moment of Keith oh, doing his drum solo, yeah. and it's all such a it's such a perfectly timed montage. So I'm gonna find the the Bing Bong. The Bing Bong in Stay Free. Here Guitar solo just keeps on going, but it's so fucking good. It's a great track. Even just the alternate guitar. Yeah. Like, and then it came back when, like, right before I moved out of the house, mm. you and Kieran and Becky and we're in the house. We're in my room. Oh, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> was my brother's old room. And uh, we were, like, putting on records. And we put on the, is, the, is This It? And we, like, sang through the entire record. And then we put on Give Him Enough Rope. Thank you, Gemma, for the hot water no bottle. Problem. And we put on we put on Give Him Enough Rope and Stay Free played. And we're all like, this is the best thing ever. ever. So that was a night. So um, we were having a great night's crack. And we all decided, you know what, Lara was like, come back, stay at mine. We're like, that's so nice of you, Lara. We're going to absolutely destroy your room. <laughs> so we get there. And Lara's room is upstairs a spiral. Just to make you realise how cool Lara even is. Upstairs, spiral. a spiral staircase. You had a spiral staircase. I, I am going to move back into a spiral staircase. And it's like an attic room as well. It's got like so things. cool. The beds like in an inlet. It looks so fucking it's like, cool. It looks like my brother's room that. looks like how a boy in a nineties movie his room is. Yeah, it's oh the rooms God, you dream about in those films. It's oh like a lava lamp. But so, but Lara on the there's like a the spiral staircase comes up. There's a little like kind of landing, like wooden kind of corner barrister ba- banister kind of bit. There's a barrister in your bedroom. There's a barrister in my room. A banister thing there, and then there's the kind of whole room there. But on the corner of this banister was a precariously balanced box of like smelling salts and nail varnish. Or nail something. varnish. Diaz's everything like right. this was stuff that I was going to sort through yeah but it was a box of a lot of fucking smelly mm. stuff right and we're all we're all <laughs> in the room it's all kind of grand and we're all chilling out we were playing Cards Against Humanity yeah. with, with Jane Coleman with Jane the fact Coleman. that Kieran Hurley and Jane Coleman have played Cards Against Humanity together yeah. is fucking mental to Dylan me Dylan was also there yes oh I forgot Dylan yeah. yeah of course the whole, it, and it really again a, it was a year of really fucked up gangs yeah, that was a that fucked, was a fucked up, up gang, gang. 
But so I go to go downstairs to the toilet or whatever, and I as I'm going down the stairs, I turn back to say something. My elbow hits this box of heavy, smashable, smelly shit, and it just goes straight oh, down the spiral staircase. No. And the explosion when this hits oh, the bottom geez. is the loudest sound <laughs> any so of us loud. have ever heard. And then the smell fucking rises up. More no. like, oh my god, this place smells like absolute Concoction. fucking. It smells like eight different yeah. types of nail varnish, oh, smelling salts, yeah. bass, all that kind of shit. And it's somebody spilled putching on my carpet as well. Yeah, oh, the pot. The potching, yeah. the mi- the phantom potching spiller is yet yeah. to be fair. I think it was Becky, but I'm not <laughs> too sure. It was Becky with the putching. Um, so putching and nail like it was mustard gas. Oh, <laughs> yeah. y'all, y'all um, got wiped out there. And then <laughs> Jane and Dylan left. Becky left. Yeah. And it was you, me, and Kieran, and we we're all on my bed. Yeah. And then Kieran kind of like sprung up on the bed, broke my bed. <laughs> <laughs> he like got up and kind of like stood directly in the middle of the bed. Bed snapped. And we all just like went, <laughs> we fell into the middle of it. Like, the middle of it. <laughs> and then we're like, just put the mattress on, on the, the floor. floor. <laughs> just put the mattress on the floor. And I left that mattress on the floor for about a week before I could like pull myself together and get some wood glue. Oh, and then I walked. It was. We, I said it at seven in the morning. Okay, so you're I'm like, like, oh, it's fine. Like we, we, we uh, you know, it's uh, much better just staying up and then going into work. There's no point in me getting a little bit of sleep. This yeah. is a running theme. It's one of the, yeah. And then I just went straight to work and had a horrible day. Like I don't know why I don't learn from the fact that like staying up all night is never a good idea. But it yeah. seemed like a good idea at the time. But also, I was having too much fun. We just, we just lay on your fucking raw mattress, being like just chatting. Kieran in between, in between us, an arm around each of us. Just been like so safe and cozy. It was so nice being like Kieran's little side bitch for yeah. a night. It was great. Yeah, fun. it was great. That's a very good Sonic second. Um, so they're very two classy Sonic seconds. My one comes from a really credible band that everyone is definitely like. These is it lads have, of wine. The, no. These lads have got Ivor Novellos coming out the fucking yin yang. It's the Body Rockers uh. with I Like the Way. Because, and I, yeah, let me preface that. So the song is ridiculous. The whole verse is just yeah. insane. It's when it kicks in, when the riff kicks in. I don't know if it's like a little synth thing or if it's a bit of distortion or a bit of like studio trick or whatever. There's a little like noise that I just think is so great. And it's a sonic second, but it happens like a million times throughout the song. So it's great hearing the, your best bit of the song every like three seconds, right? song also like absolutely slaps yeah I think it's so cool it's so like crunchy like I think yeah. it's brilliant I love it so much yeah like you know like left brain right brain which one's the creative one your right brain uh, yeah it I is. hope not because that's the one I've got rid of uh, uh, no the yeah. right brain it just like, makes that fizzy yeah yeah no it, like that little eh goes into the right brain <laughs> it's funneled straight yeah in there, it yeah. funnels straight into the right brain oh but yeah Guys, it's those little pieces though mm. that's what it but is that's, that's it's what the sonic seconds it, is that literally it's, what it's, what it's a really more. universal thing that you can be like someone goes like when i explain the segments people sometimes they're kind of like there's a lot of fucking work there and like, no, just think of a song you like and why do you like it and you go oh it's all it's never someone no someone's never like i like this song because of the whole song they're like oh there's this solo mm. there's this vocal bit boof whatever it is mm. So that's what that's what it's all about, guys. And it's always like I said, it's always the stuff that people just like talk about in vans when they're on the way to gigs mm-hmm. and that's what kind of about. But Gemma, take us out. That was Sonic Seconds. Let us know. That was Sonic Seconds. Sonic Seconds. Next segment now, Lara, you're going to bring us in. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ad- adopt your radio presenter. Be like your radio one. Do you Here want you me to do my radio woman? Ple- oh my god, you I- have a radio woman. I have a radio woman because I realise that all radio women sound the same in Ireland. Of course. This is Vopa. <laughs> no, they all they all have like really um like raspy voice. They're like, all right, uh 
Hi, I'm R- Ruth Scott. Ruth, no. Ruth, Ruth Scott is my sister-in-law. <laughs> Do you know what though? It's like, well, I did a, like an interview with FM 104, and it was like, so Gemma, how are you? And I was like, oh my god. Thank you so much for ta- asking me. I'm so good I'm right so now. Good. I know what. I'm like I'm doing better now that I'm talking to you. And it's just all about the intonation. It's just all about the voice all and it's going up and down. It's just so interesting. Well, I this is the so thing. So like, it's weird. How, like, there's like the, the female radio voice, and there's also the RT newsreader voice. RT news radio woman. <laughs> yeah. And he died in a ditch. Well, this is the thing. The voice, <laughs> the sentence I always hear is the most like RT radio one news, or even just like TV, like six one yeah. news sentences. Like the Gordy were an escorting today mm. and found that Eamon had fallen off his chair. Sure. It's always that weird yeah, intonation. I don't get it. Like, where did they get taught this? On Archie. This was Archie with the 6-1 news. Over to Siobhan for the weather. What the <laughs> fuck is that about? Who yeah. ever taught... What's this? This o- is Vopas. <laughs> Do that again. This is Archie in 1 news. This is Vopas. Singing, singing badly and we listen to them gladly. It's the... Vopas. Oh, shit. Sorry, one more time. Hello, well, it's Derek Mooney here with Winning Streak. <laughs> 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 Imagine if one of them like had a partner who had a child. It's a boy. <laughs> I'm delighted to announce that your son is a boy. I can't wait to be a father. <laughs> oh, wow. Tonight, your homework will be done by the six one news. Happy birthday, Timothy. Oh, wow. I hope you have a good day. It was eight years ago today that you ruined my body. <laughs> and we're it's fine they get paid enough for like a tummy tuck like yeah, for, yeah. those TV, so, li- TV license bills rack up oh, fuck's up <laughs> so this is Vopa who will, br- will we bring up an instance of a singer just absolutely cacking it live uh, I can't not do the like, description this, this, cacking it live this is an example of a singer cacking it live <laughs> Elvis Costello was seen playing in the Ivy Gardens today and he was shy <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Gemma take us away over to Gemma for her first Vopa of the evening so the first Vopa is Matty Healy. <laughs> Which one is it? <laughs> it's just Matty Healy. Matty Healy. Um, um, frankly, this is an early, early, this is five years ago, apparently, according to YouTube. Um, this uh, They were doing, I think, a couple of US uh, radio live performances. And this is the beginning of Somebody Else, which is a... I think is a fantastic song. It's a really good song. It is really depressing, and I may listen to it on loop as per. But um, it's uh, yeah, this one just it just didn't it just didn't do it for me. Um, but yeah, let's have a listen. See what you think. Honestly, I just think he probably smoked too many before he like. It's just a, so. Um, heard. I love you. Like I thought you were gonna because like the, the whole his antics at the moment. With my favorite thing is don't smoke mentos. Please, please don't throw mentos on the stage. Don't don't smoke don't mentos. Don't throw mentos on the stage. <laughs> don't don't, don't, don't like mentos. So I. This is a gun crowd. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to surprise anybody that I'm not a fan of the 1975. It's just not my. Oh, the laptop's Cup dead. It's not my not my thingy, and uh, not my mug of OJ, mm. uh, not my liter of is Java another like tisky. slime for coffee. It's not your tisky. Not it's my not tisky. your tisky. It ain't my tisky. <laughs> <mate>. <laughs> it ain't my tisky. <laughs> so, but uh, w- w- the, around that we were touring in, I think it was Japan at the time, and chocolate had just come out, and we all thought that the line, 
guns hidden under our petticoats <laughs> was the most ridiculous, the most ridiculous thing we'd ever heard in our lives. Thank you for that water bottle. You're welcome. Um, we just thought it was the most ridiculous thing of all time to the point where we'd like ring up each other in the separate hotel rooms and go, "We've got guns hidden under our petticoats," and then hang up. And just thought it was just thought it was ridiculous. And we're like, "That's so fucking stupid and shit." And then I started to actually really like the song Chocolate mm-hmm. there like it just, I don't know why I just like the vibe but but uh, that's the one song of theirs that I do like uh, but it's only because I'm so overexposed because of my it was a real enemies to lovers relationship mm-hmm. with this song mm-hmm. where I was like I fucking hate this it's ridiculous and then I'm like there's a little happy you've come through I, yeah. I learned to like shit things you don't have it. to hate things all the time yeah, don't, don't hate to. don't always hate but uh, yeah I don't know I like that song now, but uh, other yeah. than that wouldn't be an that was a really funny yeah. blip though <laughs> I, it's so <laughs> wild to me I sometimes like the, his early days I feel sometimes there's the odd live version and I'd mm. say he well he's not oh actually saying that he is looking he is on social media like mm. he is like looking on social media but like I that was just not it, that was yeah. not a period of time I would be looking back on and thinking oh, he had a great old <laughs> voice and I, I was nailed really, it yeah. I, yeah. I was Rotten. a great old uh, singer there. I knew a guy when I was a teenager okay cool right sorry yeah sorry I like, knew a guy when I was yeah, a teenager oh my god look at you I know <laughs> I'm pretty wild Um, and he had like long curly hair and he had all these mannerisms and I was like wow such mannerisms they're like wow so him and then I didn't know the 1975 I watched a 1975 video and I was like those are all his mannerisms <gasps> he is Matty Healy oh my god like he Sanford was Matty Healy he wasn't even um, Sa- he wasn't Sanford oh sorry this he, could, he sorry, could never be outside school friend Pete oh wow okay yeah I know, yeah, wow. I know. Um, oh. but I just I just remember being like that guy has taken all of Matty Healy's everything but is that like that's a bit concerning yeah and last time I heard he's like he, he's not he's gone off the rails and moved to Limerick that's a Matty Healy move. That's a Matty Healy move. <laughs> Can't also, wait for him to move to Limerick. That guy is somebody else. <gasps> um, so my little small 1975 story is that we were playing South by Southwest for the first time with the Stripes in 2014. And we were on a bill for the launch of, it was like an app. I think it was like a, I think it was called something like Froggy. I don't know if it was like a finance app or some sort of app thingy. And they put all in bill of bands to play. And it was us, and then it was the 1975. So I think their first album had just come out, but they weren't like massive at this point. They were like on the up and up. Um, and we played, and then we were getting our. I didn't. I hadn't heard of the band at the point at this point in time. Um, but or maybe I had, I'm not too sure. But we're getting a little photo up with the app representative person after our set, and Matty, God be good to him, came over and was like, "Oh, guys, I saw your set. I thought it was really good. It sounded like the hook. I thought it was really fun." And we were like, "Thank you," and we didn't watch his set, and we left. Um, but he was nice to us, and that was mm, that was kind of nice. And lovely. then he'd have to be mega and not wear a t-shirt ever. Mm. Um, mm. so that's inter- an interesting pipeline for him. Uh, eating yeah. kind of pieces of meat on stage and just touching himself and oh. all that kind of stuff. And kissing fans. Mm, and kissing fans. Have you got a Vopat for us, Lara? I do. Oh my God, brilliant. Excited to see what you bring this to this. This is a personal favourite. Unreal. Bring it to the table. This is like, this is a widely known one, but it is like a personal, okay. I love it. We'll allow it. Um, this is, this is Lord shushing her crowd. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh my God! Shutting her crowd so that she could sing a cappella. That's fucking so gasping okay. she did that. The fact that she she motions to her crowd. Shh, stop! Stop! stop. 
Because they're all singing along and it's so lovely. Yeah, and it sounds nice so nice. And she's like, yeah, sh- stop, stop. I'm going to fuck this next note. And then she she sings the way she sings. <laughs> Just listen. Just no. w- w- watch me. Take a good thing and fuck it all <laughs> up. I, I remember seeing a thing and it was like, Lord from 2012 would have hated Lord, Lord from, from 2020. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Actually, um, the I don't know if you've heard, there's a trending sound on TikTok and it was, um, uh, security, someone needs help over there. And like she's in the middle of singing one of her big songs, and she's like, "Security, are you all right? Somebody needs help over there." And it's just very like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> so going on? my little Lord story is that we were doing a Radio One live session where you have to do a cover, you have to do a relevant pop cover. That? Yeah, the okay. the live lounge, whatever it was. It was like twenty fourteen oh, or twenty. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. Oh, that's so awesome. we did one of them. Uh, they didn't put it up online because uh, why would it? Uh, but we. Did, they were like you have to do a top 40 hit and we were like right we looked at the UK top 40 and we are like oh, there's nothing here we could even pop. not even that we don't like it we just couldn't possibly mm-hmm. cover it and then we looked at the, the American top 40 and saw that Royals had just come out and it hadn't been released in England at this point mm-hmm. we are like oh we'll do that and uh, we did and we were the first people to ever get ro- like we were the first band to ever cover Royals live on English radio hey. before the track well, even came out so it probably wasn't even played on English radio at the time so we looked like fucking trendsetters mm-hmm. yeah uh, I'll actually see if I can find it here. We actually did kind of, it was a bit like, we did like a Who kind of version of it. I'll see if I can find it here. I'd love, I'd love to hear it. Stripes, Royals. Oh, I just tried to be right fucking Royals. Is it Brian again, is it? It's Brian. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, here we are. It's fucking nine years ago. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've never seen a diamond in the flesh. Not a great note, Ross. Sorry. <laughs> You did it in a very stripes way. We ju- yeah, we just made it made it beat. You made it your song. But uh, right. so yeah, so beat. my beat the top. My Sonny Seconds comes from Elvis Costello and a track of his that I really like called "Man Out of Sonny Time." Sonny Seconds, Vopa. Oh, Vopa. <gasps> Excuse me, mate. I'm, get, I'm getting I'm getting I'm, I'm getting behind myself. I'm puzzled here. Uh, so this is Elvis Costello, "Man at a Time" live, and he just hits a note that, like I said, I'm not too sure if it's good or bad. It just it's a weird choice to go for, I think, in terms of performance. What is that? He, 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 he went over that raised bit of path that's before a traffic light <laughs> <laughs> on roller skates. I, I get he's going for like vocal vibrato, but it just it, yeah, it, it, it didn't really track for me. Yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit Britney. Yeah. Yes, take us out of Vopa. That was Vopa. That was Vopa. <laughs> singing, singing badly, and we listen to them gladly. It's the Vopa. Oh shit! Sorry, one more time. Yeah. We're already up on an hour, so let's just do let's just do the final segment. Oh, let's just kick. Right? So yeah. now. We're getting to the final segment now. This is a segment that Gemma has devised in the false taping of the first episode. I love how creative I, you are. I walked Thank by, you. I walked by Gemma's work, stuck my head in, and I was, Gemma was like, "Oh, well, oh, oh, oh. It, wasn't, it wasn't your exact words, but it was t- something to that tone. <laughs> I tend to do that. Yeah, and um, <laughs> you were like, "I've got an idea for another segment. Talk us through it. Okay, explain this to the audience. So, um. Considering the festivities that are yes, we noticed that when we were recording the last episode, we realised this was the Christmas special, and mm. we have not made it festive at all. So just sprinkling loads of Christmas cheer yeah. from here Mong. on. 
Yeah, we, we had a lovely Christmas day today. It was a lovely Christmassy feeling the whole day. So, so just make sure. Happy like, Christmas decorations. When you think back on this episode, listeners, just think about how Christmas much, pint. Think about how much we were like talking about Christmas stuff earlier on. Okay. Also, yes. Pete, with all of the Christmas decorations, Gemma figured this out that Pete looked like. And you, you, you look like a dad who's overcompensating. Yeah, oh no, he's so recently divorced. Because, yeah, so I had I had a done stores bag. I had a done I had a done stores bag with like fucking fluffy towels and stuff. A Lego bag at the top of that, and then a Christmas bag, or like a deals Euro full, giant bag full of Christmas decorations. So it's Christmas like decor- I've just flown back. From, I've just flown back from like a business, a hostile business takeover in Tokyo on like Christmas morning, being like, "Hey, kids, I'm back. Sorry, yeah. I can't make it to your baseball game, yeah, slugger, but yeah. I'll be here Very next love year." Actually. Yeah, so Very love and they go, actually. "No, it's Stevens. It's Stevens's day, Dad." Yeah. And you go, I'm still on Tokyo time. So sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry I missed Christmas Day, kids. I'll make it up to you. Yeah. What, what, and then, but then we go to like a small house in Sussex for the weekend and yeah. we rekindle our love for all of each other yeah. together and it's kind of nice. But then... Uh, you fall in love with a much younger woman. No, that's it. I run off. Yes, that's what it is. I yeah. run off with a much younger woman yeah. at, at, the, at the Christmas cottage. Yeah. The mother's so downtrodden she goes to like a baker's or a post yeah. office, meets a man there who's just a man of her dreams and he's far better off for them. Everyone he's probably, is snowed in. Yeah, snows. it's either I'm played by Jude Law or the other guy's played by Jude yeah. Law, but Jude Law's in it in some way, shape or form. Ooh, you could be a little... Uh, just Jude Law. Maybe Martin Freeman is the nice the nice yes, guy. Yes, the nice yes, postman yes. guy. I think so. <gasps> Wait. Martin Freeman. Yeah. Oh, I love Martin Freeman. He's so cute. Lovely. He's so dotty. He's also a bit of a mod. He's a mod. He's a, he's a fucking he, mod. He's a fucking mod. He, he loves the jam. He loves Paul Weller. He loves fucking Ocean Coliseum. He's a big man for the mods. Punk anymore. I want to be a rude boy just like I'm my dad. Rude boy. I'm going to wear a fucking liver hat and fucking. <laughs> he's the guy from the Nativity. He is. <laughs> he's also from Sherlock and, yeah. and, and Love Actually. Fargo. He's the primary Actually. school teacher he's and, and, and he's got Mr. Mr. Tickles. Yeah, Nativity is the most mod of all the Christmas I films, let's be fair. That film. <laughs> I've never I seen it. It's. You need to watch it. I, d- oh I don't get God, it. Oh, I don't really it's get it. A, it's the English. It's, it's such a hallmark. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, we, we wouldn't get England, Lara. Of course, how would we get England? It's the English, English comedy. I wouldn't know like about that now. Are you English, Gemma? No, 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 no. I was born in I was born in Turkey and I was lived in Denmark for ages. Don't look so so frightened when I asked you if you're English. Hey, no, no, I'm not. I'm not English. We've got a plastic paddy in our midst. Plastic paddy. Plastic paddy. Talk us through this right. new segment you've pitched. Okay. Um, so, basically, Christmas songs, slay or nay? Are they a slay or are, are they, they a nay? And it's really just, it's really that simple. And um, will I, will I introduce the segment? Just say, this is slay or nay? Oh, no, 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 because this is an actual, does it make you want to jingle your mouth? <laughs> Oh yeah, of course. So if we agree on a song of Slayer, now you have to say it's Slayer. It jingles my bells. Is that what we're saying? Yes. Okay. okay. It jingles cool. my pingle. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> that works. You know, this is Slayer, now. Brilliant. This is Slayer, now. And Gemma's just explained just explained how it's going to go. So let's just get up. A, let's try and get a just go go look at the first Christmas playlist you can find on Spotify, and we'll talk through the first five and see if we think they're Slayer, now. Can I put Can I put in a special one? Oh. Yes, please. Oh yeah, if you have a Christmas song to talk about, absolutely, we can bring it up. Yeah. So I'm just going Christmas hits playlist Spotify with Mariah yeah. Carey on the cover. We're looking at that. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, so first up, all I want for Christmas is you. No. I'm saying because of its ubiquitous nature. Yeah. I'm and I'm not impressed by the vocal stylings of Mariah Carey. I'm not impressed by vocal gymnastics. I'm saying nah. <gasps> it does not jingle my bells. It's not the Christmas it theme that I look for. Well, I think because of its like how. The fact that it's just part of Christmas now, I feel like it is a sleigh. Mm. Um, but that's, yeah, 
It's I'm it's very hard for me to say nay though on Christmas <laughs> songs, <laughs> and I've created the segment. I think uh, the segment's flawed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> slightly. Yeah, I'm saying nay because I worked in the Olympia Theatre during pantomime season. Oh my god! Two and a half oh, weeks of twelve-hour wow. shifts, four songs on the playlist. One of them being "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Every time I hear that song, it makes me a little bit nervous. Yeah, no, That's dead right. So valid though. So valid and so vile. <laughs> so vile. Um, okay, now rocking around the Christmas tree, Brenda Lee. Told Slay. Slay, Slay, Slay. Absolute Slay, slay for me. Slay. Oh, uh, because, could not be Slayer. Because of its appearance in Home Alone when he's trying to make the house look like it's full of people. <gasps> That's playing on that. Oh my God. The, like, one of the coolest scenes as a kid, you're just like, oh my God, this is amazing. Even Michael Jordan How? on a fucking train track and he's fucking so making things move. Good. But That's another thing as well. When I was standing with my hat and gloves outside, uh, the source in my like long yep. overcoat. I was in Marv Core yeah. from like Mar- Harry and Marv. I don't really like Home, Home Alone. Alone. Why did I know you were going to say that? No, because <laughs> when I was a kid, I was a very obedient child, and I never wanted to put my mother through any sort of havoc or anything bad. Okay, and so Kevin. Is that the name of the kid? Yeah. Yes. McAllister. I, 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 I thought Kevin was such a prick. And I was like, <laughs> this kid is making it so fucking difficult. If he just sat in the house and like figured, if he was more resourceful, I don't know. I, I just, as a kid, I hated him. <laughs> See, I didn't I, think he was cool. When we were on the last ep- recording episode of me and Gemma, I talked about how I thought yeah. Kevin McAllister was, I was, gonna bring this up. was called Home Alone. I thought his name was Home Alone when I was younger. <laughs> Home Malone. Home Malone. That's what I thought. I was like, oh yeah, that's Home Alone. Ho Malone. Home Alone. That's yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I thought he was called. I love that. You also yeah. love Home Alone 3. I love Home Alone 3. Home Alone 3, the I one. remember... Okay, I actually, Home Alone 3, I do remember, because different kid, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Alex D. Linz, who's in and Max Keeble's Big Move. Yeah, and I remember, actually, distinctly, the scene, he gets chicken pox, but also yes. where he screams in the bathroom, and then the mother goes... Did you get your thing Things stuck in again? Scarlett Johansson plays the sister in that. No I, way. And Alex yeah. D. Linz, the guy who plays uh, the young kid in that, he also is in Max Keeble's Big Move, a film that I have m- a lot of time for when I was mm. younger. I used to. It was the last video I remember buying in Extravision. Wow. Big moment for me. Wow. Josh Peck plays a guy called Robe in it who wears a dressing gown the whole way through because the character was so 2D they had to give him some quirk to make him seem interesting. But uh, I liked Home Alone 3. I really thought it was good. No one else liked it. I liked the whole kind of like microchip in the racing car. Mm. There's like a big governmental conspiracy. It's not just two lads trying to break into the fucking gaff. Like. And I thought the, the traps were way better. He had a trampoline cover. I remember there's a scene where they jump onto the trampoline from the roof, but the trampoline's just covered in ice and there's no net there at all. Really fun. Mm. Um, Next one on the list there is yes. Last Christmas by Wham. And mm. it's a slave for me. It jingles mm. my bells. Okay, my bells it, are firmly unjingled. I'm glad it jingles <gasps> someone's bells because to me, no. Again, it's in the same world of like, I it's just so I there understand. straight away. And it's not, I kind of like Christmas songs with a bit of misery in mm. them. And there's no misery in that at all. In last Christmas, I gave you my harp. I know, ne- no, no. But the very next day you gave it away. There's no tonal misery. It's there's no like, so there's so hard flat. to find a minor chord in that. Can oh. we? I'm just, yeah, yeah. Big I fan. Like, look, all the best to, Rid- to Ridgely and Michael. Great, great guys all around. <laughs> not, not their finest moment to me, unfortunately. So it doesn't jingle my bells. I'm giving that a name. I think I personally think just like the music video because they're all just so stunning. Uh, yeah, everyone That's in that music video are just hot. Like the version, the 4K one. No, it looks incredible. Okay, yes. Oh my god, That's what, That's what I'm doing when I get home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. That's three or four. There, you want to throw one in? What are you throwing? Because okay. I want to throw one of mine in and want to see what people think. Okay, my Christmas song. Christmas wrapping by the waitresses. Don't even know that song. I don't actually know that one. So good. Christmas wrapping. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you a little story about it afterwards as well. There's a bit of lore. 
fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I do know this. <laughs> I'm hopping off that. Isn't it? That's insane. Oh, wow. the ba- I'm all over that yeah. bass. It's not the one that says Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. But I think I'll miss this one this year. Merry Christmas. Yeah, so Merry it's Christmas. it's incredible Excellent. 80s Christmas song. And yeah. the, lyrics, so lame, so lame. the lyrics are all about her being like, oh, this year has been so shit. And I'm too tired and I'm not really in the season. And then she's like, it's like a whole story. There's so many lyrics. And she's like, there's this guy that she kind of, she met. Uh, like a, a ski shop okay and she's like oh okay we kind of fancied each other but like i was too busy and then she goes out this is a spoiler she <laughs> goes out to the shops because she forgot cranberries for her like shitty dinner and then he also forgot cranberries <gasps> and she's like this oh has brought God. it to a nice ending oh and the whole thing is like oh christmas but the funny thing about that song is so waitresses were like trying real hard they also released i know what boys like which okay, is the original or the I cover? I know what boys oh, like. like. I, I know, know what guys want. want. Um, and that Chris is rapping at a very similar time. Uh, One of their friends rings them up and goes, "Oh my god, you're on the radio!" And they're like, "Holy shit, fucking finally!" All I know what boys <laughs> like. No, the Christmas one. They're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> Stupid Christmas song we wrote as a joke. Oh fuck that! Um, the Christmas song I'm gonna throw in for Slayer and A is my favorite one as well. Mm. Oh. Don't stop the cavalry. The riff. I in the, knew yeah. that that was your first. I loved Jonah Louis. The riff and that's but when the because the brass goes like yeah. it, it scoops in. It's great. I think the, I think the his the, accent. His accent's great. I think the sentiment is brilliant. Mm. Um, the melody's class. I just think it's a really nice. It's nice to have like an anti-war Christmas mm. song that is still a good fun Christmas song. Mm. If you don't think about it too much, uh, <laughs> I think it absolutely slays. I think it absolutely slays. Slay. 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 Full slay. Gemma, have you got one more? Um. Okay, as a, as a kid, I loved the visual of Chris Rhea's uh, driving home for Christmas. Of the car, Christmas there's the bald car. girl. There's the bald girl, and I remember it was the first time I saw a bald woman was in that music video, and I was like, bald oh, woman. I'm not even. Ta- oh yeah, I'm not even thinking of the music video. I'm, no. I'm actually just also oh, the visual. But the I'm, visual. Not the music, yeah. I'm not talking about the music. Sorry, video. Sorry guys. I was going so literal. <laughs> <laughs> That like just with the cars, the red taillights. Oh. I just oh, yeah. think that's so that's so clear because I'm like, oh, you know, all the you know, all like all the cars going home and they're. I like, love what Gemma's take home. is like the bit where he says the red lights behind the cars. <laughs> I makes me think of red lights behind the cars, <laughs> and I just thought that was so Im- Im- imagely brilliant. Like my favorite bit of that song is it's literal. Yeah, yeah it's pretty literal. I'm looking at the driver next to me. He's just the same. <laughs> And it's such a funny line. Yeah, I, I love, I love the bum 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 bum. Nice. See that when that song hits yeah, me in the right mood, I'm like, fucking, we're, aren't we all? Yeah. And the other times, I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, would you just give me yeah. a fucking break for a second? Like, but no, it's a good one. I like it. Yeah. Uh, brilliant. And also, also one more thing as well, just with the with him. Uh, my mom used to always tell me that he was basically almost evicted from his house and he got he entered himself into this competition to win the win this, Chris Rhea's house to win <laughs> win this like recording um, competition oh, no and then apparently he won and that was and, and he just made it buckets like for this song and I was That's like insane. what a story like it's just so cool. Chris. whether it's true or not guys <laughs> I'm like sure with that, a- did he buy Chris Rhea's house with that Chris Ree <laughs> Chris Ree but Chris Ree's wow who that's fucking gas brilliant okay so I like that you've all come with little tidbits for each of the songs as well we like a bit of, we like a bit of backdrop mm. right. um, 
take us out of Slayer now. This finish, is finish your Malteser first. Thank you. <laughs> this is Slay or Nay. Okay, so past tense, that was. I don't want to school oh, you on the tenses. That was. <laughs> that was Slay or Nay. So that was Slay or Nay, a brand new segment foisted upon us by Gemma Cox. Uh, I like Forced. You, I, like how you, I like how you just like put your stamp on whatever the fuck you want, even though if I don't ask you to. It's really nice of <laughs> you to do that. Um, Taking liberties. I don't. <laughs> Taking the liberties by storm. Um, yes. <laughs> do you guys want to storm the liberties after this? I mean, and <laughs> Let's we'll, go. it's only like quarter past eight. You have time to get us a tag thing afterwards. Yeah, 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 time. The liberties will fall in like 20 minutes, yeah. like be nothing. But guys, that brings us. Is that the end of the Malteser package? That's all oh my god, that's perfect. It's all the Maltesers. That's the end of the fucking podcast as well. So, guys, I've had a deliciously Christmassy day with you guys. Yeah. And it's nice to end it now with this. And now we're going on to Pints to Boys. Pints with the Boys. Are we ready for Pints? Are we ready for some creamers with some bloody breathers? Maliki, creamer, proper vintage mate. Barrage, can I have some fucking creamers? It's a G, lads. It's it's been a lovely day. Can't wait for it to continue. I've enjoyed doing this with you. So hopefully this is fucking recorded as well. It's very important. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I'm so terrified. I think what happened was I pressed stop and then turned it off and didn't give it a second to like save, I guess. I don't yeah. know. So we're going to watch this very scared in a few seconds. Okay. But <laughs> before we do that, uh, this has been the final episode of Higher Fidelity this year. Thank you to everyone who's listened through for the mm. year. It's been really fun. We will see you in 2023. Uh, well, we won't, you're not, we're not going to see you. You're going to hear us in 2023. Oh, we'll see you. Oh, you're going to see us. We'll see you. Yeah. <laughs> Look around. Look behind you. I'm in your walls. Next episode is going to be myself, Lara, Lachlan and Nisha with the door yeah. kicking off the new year Ew. in bloody style, lads. Yeah. Uh, no Gemma. I think we should agree. No Gemma. Is that right? Do you know what? We'll, we'll tie you up outside. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like you the dog. for me. Not in yeah. that way, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but it's time to say goodbye. And we're going to say good luck, good night, and God bless. So this has been episode 37 of Higher Fidelity. We're wishing you all a very Merry Christmas. I've been Pete. I've been Gemma. I've been Lara. We're reminding you to be rooting. Be tooting. Keep shooting. But most importantly, be kind. brilliant we did it right <laughs> i'm gonna press stop on this now and hope that it absolutely saved if you're listening to this i'm really glad it actually got to go up online okay i'm gonna add this on at the end i just checked there it is recording i hope you enjoyed the episode thank you guys we will see you soon <laughs>